Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friends. I hope you're having a wonderful December. I think this is such a wonderful time of year. It has been so wonderful. I am really enjoying it. And I hope you are also. And as I was thinking about what topic to talk about, I wanted to pause because so many times in life, we're running off to get to something new. You know, a new pen, a new outfit, a new schedule. New just feels so good, right? There's something about newness. That's probably why I like the fall because, you know, it just feels good. It feels like a fresh start. It feels like a fresh start to the year. And then the new year, that also feels great. But I realized that it's also important to talk about things that maybe we've already discussed because often those topics are just as important maybe even more important because we have talked about some really fundamental things in this podcast. You know, we have, what is it, over 100 episodes and we all forget, we forget. You know, as just human beings, it's so good to be reminded, so good. And I like to re-listen to things, to be reminded of things that I need to hear again in my life Things maybe that I thought I knew all about and I had forgotten some maybe important parts towards them. And I feel that December is a month where a lot of us can feel overextended, depleted. And I really wanted to remind you what true self-care really is because it's not just manicures and spa days. So those really are wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I do them too. So I thought, you know what? Instead of jumping into a new topic on this busy month, I wanted to remind you instead what true self-care really is so you can practice it. You can practice it as the year comes to a close and a new one begins. And the timing of this topic is so perfect And I hope you enjoy the replay of this episode. This is episode 10, one of the first episodes I ever did. And I hope it reminds you to take care of yourself, to nurture yourself, and it reminds you what true self-care really is and what you need to do this month and, you know, this year going forward, 2024, to truly take care of yourself so you can feel great, feel better balanced, and have the life that you dream of. So enjoy this replay. I'm curious, do you actually roll your eyes whenever you hear the word self-care? I totally used to do that. I thought that self-care was for rich women who indulge in spa treatments and manicures and pedicures. I had this image of women who did self-care 
Their hair was perfect. Their nails were perfect. They went to the gym. They went to the spa. That is what I thought that self-care was. They were just living the life. They had so much money. They were rich and they had time to take care of themselves. Well, let me tell you, I'm a real mom and I don't have time for that, right? I'm too tired for self-care. Why on earth would I waste money on a manicure that's going to get chipped as soon as I start cleaning the house? Self-care is just stupid. That's what I thought. I thought it was for people who weren't me. And frankly, I thought that if I heard the word self-care one more time, I was just going to scream. I just didn't even want to hear about this concept anymore because I felt like it wasn't realistic. It wasn't for real moms. But y'all know that I've been on a journey and I learned that maybe I was making a bit of a mistake. And then I learned that I totally didn't even understand what self-care was. And that's why I feel like this episode is so important because most of us really have no idea what self-care is. We think it's the manicures, the pedicures, the things that rich ladies do, but it's not. And I learned it and now I want to show you what it means because you really, really need it in your life. If you're not doing it now, let me tell you, it's going to change your life. And if you are already doing it, that is amazing. And as you're listening to this episode, think of ways you can do more of it. Because let me tell you, we cannot be doing too much self-care. You are working so hard. You have kids to take care of. You have a house to take care of. You have an outside job to take care of. There is just not enough self-care that you can do. The more the better, my friend. Now we're going to play a little game. We are going to do true and false. I'm going to walk you through some scenarios and let me know if you think that they're self-care. All right, you're ready. Scenario one, let's say you have an awful day, whatever an awful day is for you. Let's say you're in the office, people need things right away. Maybe people are rude to you. Whatever it is, you just come home and you've just had it. Whatever your terrible day is, that was one of the worst for you. But you're a mom, so you don't just come home and relax. You got to make dinner. You got to help kids with homework. You got to get the kids to bed. You got to hold it together while you do all that. And by now, you just want to cry. You are so incredibly exhausted. So what do you do? You sit down after the kids go to bed and you call your best friend and you just vent for 15 minutes. You just tell her everything that happened and how upset you are, and she gives you some virtual hugs, and you feel so much better. Was that self-care? It's not a bath. It's not a spa. It's calling your friend. Was that self-care? What do you think? If your answer is yes, it's self-care, I totally agree with you. Calling a friend and connecting and getting support after a long, terrible day is total self-care. And if you do that, that is just amazing. So let's do the same scenario again. You have an awful day. You come home from work after the awful day. You still have to do all the things and you have to hold it together. You finally get the kids to sleep and you feel like you deserve something special. You've really had an awful day. So you get on Etsy and you buy yourself just a small treat. Maybe it's just a few dollars. Maybe it's just $10. You can totally afford that treat and it makes you feel awesome. 
it just cheered you up, right? Your whole day that was so horrible now feels amazing. And you go right off to bed with a smile on your face. What do you think? Was that self-care? I'm going to tell you that in my opinion, that actually wasn't self-care. I know you're probably confused right now because you're thinking, I could afford the item. It was only $10. It cheered me up. It didn't do any harm. How isn't that self-care? And I'll tell you, the first scenario was self-care. The second scenario was a treat. And that is actually one of the most common mistakes that people make with self-care. And like I told you, I made the same exact mistake when I didn't know what self-care was. I thought it was a treat. I didn't understand the difference between treats and self-care. Okay, so what is self-care? What's the difference between self-care and a treat? Self-care are things that you do to take care of yourself. So you nurture yourself throughout the day so you have fewer bad days so that you don't need to use these other tools to make yourself feel better. Okay, now I'm not saying that treats are a bad thing. An occasional treat is beautiful, right? If you have a bad day once every blue moon and you want to buy yourself something or you want to get that manicure or whatever it is that you want to do, please, I am not going to be the one to tell you not to do that because I do it myself and there's nothing wrong with that. But just know that treats do not take the place of self-care. And they can actually be dangerous. They can be addictive if people try to use them in place of real self-care. In the example where I bought myself the treat, I was really using it as a pick-me-up, right? I had a bad day. I bought myself something. I had that shot of feel-good hormones and chemicals, and it felt really, really good. So it's no problem if I do that on occasion. If I can afford it, who cares, right? The biggest problem with it is that I wouldn't be getting true self-care because what did I need that night, right? When I'm exhausted and I had a terrible day, I needed to rest. I needed to connect. I needed to recharge. Getting on the computer was actually the opposite of what I needed, right? So now that we know that treats aren't real self-care, let's talk about what is self-care. I really want to delve into this concept and I want to explain that true self-care is what you do every day so you can feel your best. It's every day. It's the little things. It's not like the big thing that you do or the thing that costs so much money. It's the tiny little things that you do every day. I wrote up this definition on a blog post and it has been used on the web over and over and over again. So I'm going to quote you exactly what I wrote. I wrote, self-care is about taking care of yourself and the things that are important to you so you can enjoy your one precious, gorgeous life. It's not the manicures and pedicures. It's cleaning the house. It's decluttering. It's spending time with your family. It's doing those little things that give you peace and joy. Because my friend, we are living our life. So many people count down their life. And it frustrates me. And I have to confess that sometimes I'm one of those people. They think, oh my goodness, I can't wait till my kids are older and things are easier. They're wishing their life away. And that is not cool, right? 
We shouldn't be wishing our life away. We should be living our life. So when you do self-care, it's about living your life. It's about taking care of things and taking care of yourself so you feel good and you're actually enjoying your life. I have to quote for you a definition of what self-care is by an author named Brianna Weist. And I'll link to her article in the show notes. Here's what she writes that self-care is. She writes, true self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake. It is making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from. You know, as I said that, and I've read it so many times, I literally got the chills. Because imagine living a life where we didn't need those treats all the time. Again, I'm not saying a treat is a bad thing if you do it on occasion, but don't use a treat instead of living the life that you want to live is what I'm saying. Don't have a life that you want to escape from. Instead, do the work to build the life that's beautiful now, not beautiful in the future. Take care of yourself so you don't need to drink the alcohol, buy things you don't need, overeat, or find other ways to escape. You see, this is why this episode is so important, and I'm so glad you're listening. I'm getting emotional here. Please excuse me, but I just feel like so many of us try to escape. We use these treats as an escape, and it causes so many problems for people. Now that you're listening to me, please just be aware that you may be using other things to make yourself feel better when what you really need to make yourself feel better is to take care of yourself. Wow, that came out really, really powerful, and I hope you just took in that message. If you're doing other things to make yourself feel better instead of true self-care, then I want to invite you to the possibility that you are listening to this podcast right here and right now for a reason. You are here today to hear the message that you need to take care of yourself. Stop doing all these things that are making you unhealthy, making you unhappy in the long run, and instead take care of yourself so that you can stop doing those things and instead live the life that you are meant to live. Now, of course, I'm going to help you with this. I'm not just sitting here and telling you, go ahead and change everything just by listening to this podcast. I have a beautiful printable that will help you. The printable has some journaling and it will help you unravel some thoughts you have about self-care because a lot of us have so much guilt around self-care. We have messages that we were taught growing up and it's getting in the way. You can get access to this printable. I'll have it in the show notes below this podcast. So definitely do that if you really, really struggle with self-care. This will help you realize what some of your struggles are and maybe why you're struggling. All right, now let's go back to where we were before I got all distracted and emotional. So we talked that self-care is things that you do every day. Now, I didn't literally mean every day. It could be every week, every month, even every year. I actually go on retreat every year. So let me give you some examples of true self-care, what I believe is true self-care. Okay, my first one you're going to love, it's putting your phone away an hour before bed so that you can sleep better. Just something so simple. It doesn't cost any money. 
You just put your phone away and you sleep so much better. Of course, eating healthy and drinking lots and lots of water self-care. And again, that sounds so simple, but when I'm having a really, really stressful day at work, I really remember to drink a lot of water because water keeps me going. When I feel better hydrated, I have more energy. So it's so, so simple and I can do it while I'm doing other things and it makes all the difference. Another example of self-care is meditating or praying. So sitting in silence. Again, it doesn't cost anything. Okay, here's something that does cost something, but buying clothes that you truly love. Doesn't that sound delicious? Buying clothes that you love. That is such beautiful self-care. Don't wear clothes that you don't think look good on you or you don't like. Buy things that you love. Another form of self-care is relationships. Relationships are really important. So an example of that would be going out for lunch, just you and your husband. I actually love to do that with my husband. I'll take the afternoon off and we'll go out for lunch. And then I'll come home and take care of the kids. And it's just so beautiful to have that little break just a few hours away. It really just nourishes my soul. And my last example, and I'm sure by now you're not surprised to hear this, is decluttering your house. Whoever would have thought that decluttering your house could be self-care, but it is because when your house is neater, you do feel more peaceful. So yeah, cleaning, getting rid of stuff, that is self-care, my friend. That is self-care. Do those examples sound good? Do you think you can do some of them or even just one of them? I know you can. All right, so now that we've described self-care and what happens when you use treats instead of self-care, now you know that self-care is totally not optional. And it also has nothing at all to do with rich manicured ladies. Nothing at all. Those ladies are treating themselves. I hope they're also doing self-care. But you and I, we are going to do actual self-care and sometimes give ourselves a treat. Does that sound good? And when we do that and we take care of all parts of our life, we are going to feel so much better most of the time. Not all the time. Life is still pretty difficult when you have kids and you work full time and you're just a human being. But when we do self-care, we are going to recover so much faster when life throws you those curveballs, right? Just like I told you, when I have a really busy day at work, the first thing I do is I fill my water bottle. How simple is that? But it gets me through the day. And sometimes when I have a really, really rough day at work, I could still come home energized because I did something so simple as drink water. So we can all do self-care. So what happens if you don't do self-care? I'm guessing many of us are an expert on that. I sure am because I didn't know about self-care until a few years into being a mom. So I will tell you firsthand that if you don't do self-care, at least in my experience, every single part of your life is going to suffer. Every part. Your health will suffer. Your relationship will suffer. Your home will suffer. Everything around you will just not go smoothly. And Bryant McGill says, be selfish and take care of you first. When you are your best, 
you can best help others. And it's so true. As a mom, we're helping everybody else and doing everything for everybody. You know, I don't have to tell you. I know you're doing all that. So you also know that when you don't take care of yourself, everything suffers. You need to be well before you can take care of others. But there's another problem also that happens when you don't do self-care. And that is that you actually create a cycle where problems just continue to go on and on and on and they never get resolved and they just get worse and worse and worse. Okay, let's go back to that second example on when I bought something from Etsy instead of resting. I had a really good time buying that thing from Etsy, but I didn't rest. I probably went to bed a little late because I was on the computer. So then the next day I wake up in the morning and I'm still really, really tired. And then my next day doesn't go well. So then I'm going to want another treat to pick me up the next day. You see how the cycle can get worse and worse and worse? And for many of us, if we don't catch it in time, this cycle could go on for years and years and years. You know what I'm talking about, right? Any problem that's not nipped in the bud just always gets worse. So any little bit of self-care that you're going to do is going to break that cycle. So go ahead and do something as simple as I do. Drink your water when you're stressed. Listen to some nice music. There is so much self-care you could do even when you're crazy busy. I feel like this episode has opened up a Pandora's box. There is so much more to discuss on self-care. I think it's important to leave every episode short because I know you don't have a lot of time, but trust me, we are going to be coming back to this topic. We're going to be addressing it in so many different ways, but now you have the foundation so you understand what self-care really is. and You understand that it's not a treat, which is what most people think it is. I hope this podcast today has opened your mind to another way to look at self-care. It's something that's just not optional. You need it. And you need a lot more than you can ever have time to do. There's no such thing as too much self-care if you're a mom. Keep thinking of more and more ways to nourish yourself and you and your whole entire family and everybody who encounters you is gonna benefit so, so much. And don't forget to download that printable so that you could really explore why you're not doing self-care and what you could do to introduce it into your life. Thank you again so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast today, do me a favor and share it with a friend. We really need to get these messages out. It's going to change lives. See you next time.